0: Ari Rosenbaum here with another fun filled episode of that 4K podcast. This week's topic, we're going to talk about the uh, 800 pound gorilla plan providers in the room. Kind of a nod um, on how to deal with the larger and larger plan providers. You know, it's just uh, a really um, uh, interesting development in the retirement plan business. It probably started, you know, about. Nine and a half years ago, uh, but obviously it's continued uh, through the pandemic. We'll talk about that. And of course, first things first, we're going to talk about that 4K conference. We are returning live to the Las Vegas Strip on Friday, January 21st. Uh, hope you can attend New York, New York Hotel, Casino, special guest Spencer Haywood. January 27th, 28th, we got the National Virtual Conference, back to back days. Uh, We'll figure out the time slots, probably like 11 to 3 or something like that, both days. A lot of plant providers, virtual event, national, don't have to travel, don't have to buy hotel rooms and all that stuff. Just spend three, four hours with us each day. Should be a lot of fun, just $20, 22 cents to attend. Um, Then we will be um, in Arizona on Friday, April the 8th. Uh, Chase Field, uh, home of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, I think we're going to go to a game against the Padres that evening. Um, we are also booked for Miami. That is June twenty-fourth. Uh, it's a Friday. They'll play my Mets. Um, that will be at Lone Depot Park, uh, which is a new name for Marlins Park. Uh, then we will be in Charlotte on Friday, October 14th, Bank of America Stadium, Charlotte, North Carolina, home of the Carolina Panthers. Uh, we're looking forward to that event. And then we'll, you know, start booking the rest of the events. Obviously, again, we we talk every week about the variant. I mean, what's Omicron or sounds, you know, sounds like a advertising agency, uh, the latest and greatest variant right now and, and see how it progresses and whatnot. So, um, Go to that 41k com for further information on all our events. Phoenix and Charlotte are not available to purchase uh, spots yet. Miami is. We're just lining up sponsors for both events and then we'll uh, offer it up um, on the site for purchase. 100 bucks to attend. You want to go to the game? You can and whatnot. So, you know, that's that. Um, there was a. Uh, know, it's an interesting development, going back to the topic, interesting development uh, again over the last nine years, uh, nine and a half years of the retirement plan business of a consolidation. And, you know, if you're a small provider, you know, uh, you're concerned. Uh, I think you should be concerned. But I don't think it's the end of the world. Uh, I, you know, as a kid, I was a pessimist. Even as an adult, I was a pessimist. I think I started becoming um, not an optimist, I wouldn't go that far, but I realize that nothing can really get me down. Uh, nothing, I always had Nine Lives. Uh, it's one of my favorite songs by Aerosmith off the Nine Lives album. Um, I've always been lucky that way. Um, change, you know, uh, is opportunity and, and there are a lot of things that, you know, bad things that had happened to me that, um you know, ended up being for the better. Um, I think law school wasn't a great opportunity. Um, yeah, I mean, it go go as well as I expected, but I, I think I was a better person for that. Um, you know, some of the uh, work situations, you know, not ideal. You know, we joke about it. Um, you know, I joke about my experience at the, that certain law firm. Uh, we can call them now myers english klein because nobody really cares about them anymore anyway. But... Um, you know, I'm just the type of person that uh, you know. Life is like a choose-your-own-adventure book. I don't know if you uh, you're, you're the same age as me, but as a kid growing up, uh, before the internet, before the web, and all that kind of stuff, you know, these were fascinating books. You uh, you you know, you would read a book and you make decisions, and that would determine whether you lived or died in a book or w- whatnot. You know, and they you are geared towards fourth or fifth or sixth graders. Uh, Bantam. Was the publisher of it, and it was a lot of fun, and um, you know how you react and, and deal with certain things in life and challenges could dictate, you know, the future. And I always like this quote. Tommy Lasorda uh, was the third base coach for the Dodgers. He was a former uh, minor league pitcher for the Dodgers. He did play a little while for the Brooklyn Dodgers, I think. Anyways, he, he was a he was a Minor league manager uh, Steve Garvey at our L.A. conference talked about that he was uh, Steve's, I think, first minor league manager. And at the time, Davey Lopes was there, Ron Say, you know, uh, eventually the guys who would become that infield for the rest of the 70s. And I believe in 76, Walter Alston retired. Um, Walter Alston was the um, manager for... I want to say 24 years, from 52 to 76, I think, or 25 years, or maybe he came on in 53. He was the uh, World Series manager, uh, winning manager of the the 55 World Series, the only time the Brooklyn Dodgers ever won the World Series. moved with them out west, and they won in 59 and 63 uh, and 65. Uh, 64, I think they, no, 64. Or, yeah, 65. You know, uh, he was a long-time manager. So, uh, in at the end of after the end of '76, Tommy Lasorda was named as the Dodgers' manager to replace Walter Olsen. You know, you're replacing somebody 23, 24 years as the manager, and people asked him, uh, did he have any uh, you know fears of replacing such a legend? And Tommy said, uh, I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about the guy who's going to replace me. And uh, you know, people would probably say, oh, that's arrogance, but maybe that was confidence on Tommy's part. And, of course, history showed that uh, that was true. Uh, Tommy managed a team from 77 through the middle of 96, and I think he had some heart issues. He stepped aside, never came back, and Bill Russell took over. Bill Russell was a long-term, um, long-time uh, shortstop as part of that great infield with Say and Lopes and, and Steve Garvey. Uh what was funny about that was uh Bill Russell only lasted about 2 years before he got canned. I remember him getting canned. Uh I was in Long Beach, California at the time taking the California bar exam, so I, ne- I remember that well. He got replaced by uh, Glenn Hoffman uh, on an interim basis and Glenn is uh um Glenn's brother is uh, Trevor Hoffman who's now in the Hall of Fame, a great time closer uh for the uh, Padres. Um Anyway, uh, you know, that, that's how I see it. You know, I, I think that uh, you can worry about a lot of things, but I, I think that, uh, you know, there there's opportunity. And I, I always think the most important thing that I always say is change is opportunity. Um, and I think that, you know, to be a plan provider out there, uh, history has shown that you have to really be ahead of the curve. Um, you know, fee disclosure... Um, you know, was was a was a big change in this business, and I know a lot of plan providers, like my good friend James Holland, because um, I've known James. I'm dropping James' name because I've known him for a very long time. Right after I I started my own practice, and I remember James always being one of the first providers. First providers, I knew that was a three thirty eight, um, but also was very very adamant about fee disclosure and adamant about you know revenue sharing and whatnot and. We would get into fights with this one person in particular on LinkedIn. Who's I don't I don't think he's in LinkedIn anymore. He wasn't. He was. It was just very funny. It was just an odd thing. I think he was like a headhunter for like financial services companies, and he would get into us, get into fights with us about fee disclosure and litigation and, and whatnot. And it just it was a lot of nonsense. And it was a lot of fun, because uh, we were certainly ahead of the curve. And we see in the business, a lot of the people, uh, a lot of the companies that you know compete in a, uh, fee disclosure environment, you know, a lot of insurance company providers out there, they exited the business, they sold their block of business, um, to other providers. Uh, you know, I'm certain a lot of TPAs went out of business. Um, TPI worked out, out of, was, uh, you know, dealing with rev share and whatnot. Um, they were put out to pasture at one point through a forced merger. Um, you know, it, it's interesting that, you know, a, a Quite a few of those exits of these insurance company providers uh, eventually helped create one of those eight hundred pound gorillas in the room um, that have certainly helped empower themselves through a variety of acquisitions in the last few years. Uh, it's a it's a pun. Um, I, I a big fan of that provider. Uh, big uh, have a couple plans with them, uh, and they are a long term long time supporter of my events, including the Miami. Um, but, you know, in my opinion, any change of the time plan business is, is just really opportunity. You need to take advantage of it. Um, you know, while playing providers are getting larger, you know, the, the problem is when you get larger, you're not as quick as, and nimble. Um, I always pinpoint that, you know, when I started my practice 11 years ago is, uh, you know, I no longer wanted to deal with a law firm bureaucracy. Um it took six months of approvals to get one article published. And, uh, it was just, it was just a pain in the rear end. And, uh, being, uh, you know, uh, being a nimble, being a small time provider on my own, I was able to crank out articles, you know, once a week. Uh, still to this day, I still do once a week. I have such a big library of articles on JD Supra. Um, you know, larger plant providers are certainly going to be out there in the business, but they won't be as quick as smaller providers when it comes to, you know, you know fat, all facets of business, marketing, whatnot. Um, you know, uh, you're dealing with a bureaucracy. And next, you know, uh, I always like to start a chick a little, because how many times in life you see people who tell you the sky is falling? Um, and uh, I'm just not one of those people who believes that. Um, again... You know, I, I was, <laughs> I was the person when I was a kid, one grade, uh, you know, one grade in law school dictated my career. You know, that, that, you know, I thought that C plus it, it's a pro one. I was never, ever going to recover from. And I did. Um, and, and you know, I still, I still don't hold, uh, Bernie core, um, responsible for that. He's my professor later took him from bankruptcy and got certainly better grades in bankruptcy courses, but, uh, you know, when fee disclosure regulations came out in 2012, you are know, a lot of people in this business, uh, a lot of naysayers and chicken littles who said that uh, fee transparency was going to cause a, a race to zero, and planned sponsors only pick the cheapest providers. There were also people who said that uh, any type of DOL change to the fiduciary rule was going to lead to a lot of brokers being out of the business, and... Um, They were going to exit the retirement plan business and plan sponsors wouldn't be able to get the care that they need. You know, um, there are a few chicken littles out there who will insist that, uh, you know, mega TPAs and mega RIA firms are going to squeeze people out, you know, uh, you know, uh, will squeeze people out of the business. You know, one particular person recently wrote uh, about that fear and and used it to knock a pretty well-respected trading organization that represents RIAs and and brokers of all shapes and sizes. And um, my opinion is that, you know, the beauty of this business is there is room for everyone. Um, You know, I always say, you know, I've I've lived in New York all my life, uh, except for the three years of law school in D.C., but, you know, I still had a New York domicile. But with all due respect to my friends in Chicago, I still think that the New York metropolitan area has the best pizza. That's just my two cents. But New York is the pizza capital of the world, my opinion. Uh, don't be, you know, if you insist that it's Chicago, that, that's your mentality opinion. If it's Detroit, that's your your opinion as well. But New York being identified as one of the capitals of the pizza world... Um, I heard New Haven, Connecticut is pretty good, but I always lump in Connecticut with the New York metropolitan area. But the funny part of pizza is, yet we still, in New York, greatest pizza, in my opinion, in, in the world. We still have Domino's, Papa John's, and Pizza Hut locations around the New York metro area. We have some great Italian food. Um, you also get some great Italian food in Boston, and the north uh, side, uh, the, the north end. Which was under construction when I went to uh, BU law school, but uh, you know for the big dig. But now it's uh, it's back to normal. Uh, Providence, I think you could certainly get some good Italian food and whatnot. But in New York, we're known for our Italian food. Yet we have Olive Gardens. We have an Olive Garden like twenty minutes away from my house, and I ate there seven, eight years ago, and I just I apologized to everybody on Facebook who I knew that was Italian. Um, I mean, to me, it's, 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 it's like one level of, uh, you know, same level as Stouffer's, you know, frozen food, Italian entrees. I'm not comparing retirement plans to pizza, but I'm saying that there's enough plans bounces uh, out there that still can be the focus for a small to medium-sized player in the retirement plan space. Just like there are some people in New York for a taste for Domino's, um, which I insist are probably who are people who uh, have been drinking a little bit. There's enough of a marketplace retirement plan sponsors for you. You know, even with McDonald's and Burger King in the world, there's still plenty of, you know, um, room for, you know, folks like Shake Shack, In N Out, uh, and Five Guys. And, you know, down south they have uh, Whataburger. I always say that one of the keys to being successful in the business is to differentiate yourself in the marketplace, make you stand out. Um, That's how you're going to get, you know, counted. And um, I, I think that this is an opportunity to stand out. The truth about mergers and acquisitions, next part of this. Um, I worked for two TPAs. They were both uh, purchased by larger entities. They were both terrible experiences. Um, when the second one was purchased, which was the last TPA I ever worked for, I re- remarked to my employees that when there is a purchase of a business, change is inevitable. That's just, you know, the reality of business. Of course, one of my fellow employees, will call her Norma, uh, told our boss that I was being negative about the purchase. Uh, I got my, uh, I got a tongue lashing from my boss. I got yelled at for just stating an opinion. I still hold that uh, mergers and acquisitions bring change to the business they purchase, and I will contend that they cause hiccups along the way. Um... You know, one sad fact is when a larger provider buys a smaller provider or a provider of equal size, people will lose their jobs. That's reality. They will try to cut costs off. And how do they cut costs? They eliminate what they feel are redundant positions. So you have a lot of employees that are placed in waivers, but also large providers to cut costs may also jettison lines of business or parts of the marketplace that are unprofitable. A larger provider, after becoming larger, may eliminate smaller plans from um, their focus. They may do so um, proactively or uh, being passive aggressive by increasing their fees to the point that you know the, the smaller plans are going to pay increased costs and fees, or leave on their own because they can't deal with increased costs. Uh, you know. I think, again, changes opportunity. Mergers, acquisitions may, you know, free up a ton of plant professionals that you may want to hire. Um, it frees up potential plant-sponsored clients that uh, aren't proper, profitable enough for the larger providers, but, you know, maybe good for you. Um, and, you know, quite honestly, I've seen too many plant providers ruined through a, a merger and acquisition. Um, you know, I, I, I know a good TPA um, They were bought out, changed the name of it. And slowly but surely, the people that I liked at that place left. Um, And these are people who worked at that company 20, 25 years. But with the change, you know, change is inevitable. I'm sorry, Norma, that's reality. Uh, I have a very well-known RIA that I've worked with. Um, They were bought out, and I told the guy that I knew, I offered a condolences to the person I knew there, because I know that, you know... With the purchase, he probably has three years left because he probably has a deal that he's going to stay on for at least three years. Next, bigger isn't better. Uh, back to food. McDonald's doesn't offer the best hamburger out there. I think even if you consider the big three, uh, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's being the big three in my mind. Uh, we don't count Subway because Subway has more locations, but they don't serve burgers. I, I Don't they serve a hamburger? Uh, don't they uh, chop meat on a... Uh, but uh, whatever, uh, Subway's disgusting. I'd rather go hungry than eat at a sandwich at Subway. Anyway, McDonald's is probably three out of the those three. I, I put Burger King ahead of McDonald's, and uh, I'm debating whether Burger King. I like Burger King. I don't know. Maybe because I lived in back of a Burger King for about twenty some odd years in Canarsie, Brooklyn. I don't know. It was uh, the smell of flame broiled uh, whoppers. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, you can't you can't forget that smell. But, uh, bigger isn't better. Yeah. TPA may have a fancier website. It may have more personnel and, and, uh, you know, that just really doesn't guarantee a better service. Um, I don't necessarily think that large plant providers offer a better service. Um, a smaller plant provider certainly could offer a better, more personalized service. Um, you know, it's more of a direct model than, you know, a lot of the models out there where you have a lot of layers, you know, it's like, uh, Don Cheech, uh, Wally Cheech, I'm sorry, Wally Cheech in Godfather Part 2, when you were talking about um, getting direct orders um, from Michael Corleone, you know, Wally said that, uh, you know, there are a lot of buffers and he wasn't getting direct order. So there are a lot of buffers in, in larger proprietors and they are in smaller providers. And of course, being small allows you to be more nimble. Um, and, and, and again, next, it really shouldn't change you. I mean, uh, it really shouldn't change you or the services you provide. Uh, it's not going to change the fundamental concepts of the business. You know, I've been in this business for over 23 years now. And, uh, for every nickel, someone predicted the end of the business. Um, I'd have a lot of money. There are things you can do to highlight your business But you shouldn't let it impact you or the quality of your service. While you can always improve the level and quality of your services, it should not change who you are. And, uh, you know, last but not least, uh, it's really time, in my opinion, to uh, up the marketing. You know, when it comes to marketing, um, I'm always frank and honest, which is probably one of the reasons I don't get invited to the larger uh, conferences to speak anymore. Uh, I will say that most... Uh, plant provider marketing sucks. I don't know. I don't know why that word is such a bad word. Sucks is is just. I, I, I don't. You know, if you, you're looking something into that word. I, I remember as a kid, I was in Jewish Hebrew day school, and uh, the Islanders were playing the Oilers, and that was in '83, and the Islanders swept the Oilers. Oilers won '84 and '6 against the Islanders. It was the end of the Islander dynasty, but I remember saying, oh, well, you know, right in front of my principal, you know, the Oilers suck. And he was giving me like a lash, and I'm like, I like, I use the F word or something. But uh, again, that's my o- honest opinion. Plan Provider Marketing sucks. With competition getting bigger and bigger, this might be the right time. This might not be the right time to focus on marketing by hiring people in this business that are good at it. Find a marketing expert whose focus is the retirement plan business by creating marketing that will highlight your business as you try to stand out among the large competition. I mean, that's, you know, talk to one of those marketing experts, uh, you know, people who do that sort of thing and whatnot, especially with the focus on the retirement plan business. So um, again, go to that 4 kseccom for further information on all our events, probably booking Milwaukee at a certain point and New Orleans, Seattle. And hopefully we'll have these events with these variants. I, you know, I, don't, I don't know what's going on, you know? Pretty soon they'll run out of the alphabet, the Greek alphabet for uh, variants and whatnot. Uh, but anyway, um, go to that 41kSA.com for further information. And please tune in next week for another fun filled episode of that 4 k podcast. Thanks. Bye.